This program is brought to you by Bibleway Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Job chapter 32 begins this way. Verse 1 says, So these three men ceased to answer Job, because he was righteous in his own eyes. Verse 2 says, Then was kindled the wrath of Elihu, the son of Bereshel, the Buzite, of the kindred of Ram. Against Job was his wrath kindled, because he justified himself rather than God. I gotta tell you, I have to make a confession. I was wrong. A couple weeks ago, or maybe a month ago or so, I mentioned Job's friends collectively. Their discouragement, their disrespect for Job, their complete misunderstanding of God and the situation. And I was right, but I was also wrong. I was wrong about the last one, the fourth one, that guy, Elihu. I was wrong about him completely. So I want to take a a moment and rewind. Just take another look again at that guy. I think we'll be surprised. You know the context of Job, right? I mean, everybody does, even those who are not familiar with the Bible. God brags on Job, and Satan challenges God, saying that that God has blessed Job. He's put a hedge around him, and without that hedge, Job will cave. He'll curse God, and, and God says that he has faith in Job. So he allows Satan to take every possession from Job, his family, his, his possessions, his home, but not his wife. And trusting that Job can deal with it all, and he does, even when Satan takes Job's help. Job continues to praise God, Job chapter 1. Then enter Job's three friends, Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar. Those are the only names the friends listed in verse 11 of Job chapter 1. Elihu, that fourth guy, that guy's not even mentioned there. So it says these three friends, scripture says, sit for seven days until the first Eliphaz speaks in chapter 4. He accuses Job of sin, that this is God punishing him, and Job just needs to admit it. Then for the next 28 chapters, these three and Job go back and forth and back and forth discussing the situation, trying to figure out the why. Why is this happening? Why is Job being punished? Is it justifiable? Job asserts his innocence and never, ever denies God. He says, As God liveth, who taketh away my judgment, and the Almighty who hath vexed my soul, all the while my breath is in me. And the Spirit of God is in my nostrils. And my lips shall not speak wickedness, nor my tongue utter deceit. God forbid that I should justify you. Till I die, I will not remove mine integrity from me. My righteousness I hold fast, and I will not let it go. My heart shall not reproach me so long as I live. Job chapter 27, verses 1 through 6. But still, Job is in a bad situation, and they just can't seem to figure it out. Why is this happening? And that brings us to chapter 32, where I was wrong. And the guy who remained silent, that fourth guy, through all of those ta- that talking, all those chapters, he listened. He listened because he was young, he said. He knew that they were older and supposedly wiser. So he sat back and he just listened until he could not remain silent any longer. Verses 18 through 19 of chapter 32. 
And then through the next four chapters, Elihu speaks. Now, admittedly, there are different scholars that may disagree about Elihu. Some say he was just like the others. But when these three friends of Job and Job were trying to figure out why Job was being punished, trying to nitpick Job's life apart, well, Elihu, he reminded them of something that they kind of lost sight of in, in all of that conversation. And that was God, the characteristics of God. The God is a God of wisdom, and we are not. Chapter 32, verse 8 and 9. He reminded them that God hears our prayers when we cry out to God. Chapter 34, verse 28 through 30. That God cares when we suffer. That God is not partial. He does not show partiality to the rich, the princes, because we are all works of his hands. No matter our station, Job chapter 34, verses 19 through 20, that God never, ever, ever acts wickedly or unjustly. That God is a God of justice, chapter 34, verses 10 through 15. That God is the Almighty. That God is the creator of heaven and earth. Job chapter 34, verse 13 through 15, and chapter 35, verse 5. And everything and everyone is his created. It is all his. So I was wrong. I quickly assessed Elihu with the other three, assumed that he was being critical, when actually, after a lot more study, I believe that he was just trying to turn Job's eyes upward. Because sometimes... There's just no answer to why. There may not be a reason why that we can see, a reason that we can figure out. Maybe, you know, there's no, you know, that we're not being punished for some sin. There, it just is. Life is hard. Satan is active and, and he is trying to devour us, trying to sift us. But as Elihu says, God listens. God cares. He is not partial and he gives us life and mercy and salvation. I was wrong, but not, not just because of that, but because I did what the three friends of Job did. I reasoned a little bit. I listened to other people, but I didn't listen to God because the answer that I was looking for was there all along. I mean, you can read it with me. It's found in the final chapter of Job. After God declares his glory, he speaks to Job. And he reminds him that Job is not God. And God sees all and knows all. And Job will not know the answer to why. And that it has to be okay. And the answer is in Job chapter 42, verse 7. God declares his wrath is kindled against Eliphaz and against thy two friends. For ye have not spoken to me the thing that is right as my servant Job hath. Then we read in verse 9 that Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar offered unburnt offerings and asked Job to pray for them, for their forgiveness for what they had done. But Elihu, that fourth guy, he's not mentioned by God. Now some may disagree on my perception of Elihu, but consider a few things about that guy. That guy listed, listened before he spoke. He was humble about his position. He was young. He was patient. 
and then spoke when he believed it was necessary to remind Job of God that justifying oneself is never going to work because God knows and God sees. And that guy reminds that when the question is why, all answers are found by looking upward. Sometimes we just need to listen carefully without assumptions because the answers are all that are there all along. And it is for this that I bow my knees today. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.